welcome to Nutrition Unmeasured, a podcast for dietitians, students, but also parents, caregivers, and everyone in between looking for non-restrictive, body-inclusive ways to be nourished and live well. Hosted by me, Gina Forster, an anti-diet registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor from Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks! For years as a dietitian, I focused on methods of weight loss and management for myself and those I worked with until I finally realized I was doing it all wrong. I started this podcast to give listeners a better understanding of intuitive eating and health at every size with interviews, recipes, nutrition, self-care, and so much more sprinkled in between. Before diving in, I want you to know that you can still find episodes of my previous podcast listed here uh, or on my website. That was a podcast I co-hosted with dietitian Nicole Morrissey, and it was called Dietitian's Dish. I left these episodes because they are good. We worked really hard of them and we're on them and we're really proud of, the, of these episodes, truthfully. Uh, many of the episodes talk about intuitive eating, health at every size, self-care, body acceptance. So please scroll through if you're interested. Uh, but I also wanna make it clear that we started that podcast at a time when I was struggling with the belief that wellness and health had a certain look and that restriction and moderation were maybe not best, but were maybe better than what I think now. I just want you to be aware of this as you go back to listen. A lot of my thoughts and beliefs slash opinions on a variety of things have changed since some of these episodes, especially the earlier ones, but I still find them useful and hopefully that you will as well. Thank you so much for listening and for your support. This is my first episode in my new new podcast, Nutrition Unmeasured. Just a little bit of background about who I am. I am a registered dietitian, as I said in the intro there. I uh, live in Columbus, Ohio. I have my own business called Nutrition Unmeasured. I also work full-time elsewhere, which perhaps at some point I will give some more detail about that, but I'm not going to do that right now. I have my business pretty much very part-time. I would say I, I work maybe five to 10% of my time on my business and it's just enough to uh, keep the business afloat, I would say. Uh, so our podcast, Dietitian's Dish, in case you listened to that, thank you so much for listening, by the way. I know Nicole and I did that podcast for since about, I want to say December of 2019 perhaps even earlier. I feel like that's not right because that was right before COVID. I think we did it actually starting in January of 2019. Um, so we had a good year in before COVID. That's, that's right. Uh, so we did that for a while. We just ended it back in November of 2022. It really just became too much. Truthfully, we were podcasting every single week and really aligning our schedules became very cumbersome. And as we were recording our self-care podcast episodes, we realized that we weren't doing what we needed to do for our own self-care by learning how to say no uh, and knowing when to stop. It just became too much. So with this podcast, I hope to bring an episode every other week, which I think is going to be a little bit more doable. Plus, again, just doing it alone as much as I love, love podcasting with Nicole and enjoy having um, someone to just have good conversation with back and forth. Uh, I think it'll be easier just being on my own schedule. And I'm sure if she started her own podcast, she would say the same thing. You know, again, aligning schedules for two busy working moms was really difficult, as you can imagine. 
Uh, so the, the the podcast ended, but of course we are still friends. She lives in Michigan. I live in Ohio. Um, you know, I don't know if you know this about Ohio, but uh, when it comes to football, Michigan and Ohio, we are big rivalries. And unfortunately we have lost to Michigan the last two years, which I think was the first time in forever. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, we, we like to talk about that a lot and banter back and forth about about football and our sports teams. Um, so, yes, I, I miss Nicole dearly. Uh, we don't talk as half as much as we did before, but we are still good friends. And uh, those episodes will hopefully remain forever. As I said in my intro, you can still get to a lot of those episodes just by scrolling through uh, whatever app you're using to listen to this episode. Uh, so what am I doing with my life these days? I did uh, mention briefly that I have a full-time job. Uh, I actually am switching jobs relatively soon um, from when you're hearing this episode. And like I said, I, I may or may not go into detail about what that is. I have not decided that yet, but it is uh, an intuitive eating job. So I'll be doing more of what I really am passionate about, which is you know motivational interviewing and counseling people who are trying to move away from uh, diet culture and learn to retrust their body a lot like they did when they were kids because you know we were all born intuitive eaters. We were all born with this ability to listen to our body and know what we need, know what we want, and then stop when we're you know pleasantly satisfied. Uh, and somehow we just end up a lot of us, not all of us, but just getting away from that. So helping people bring that back to their lives and and not look at food as the enemy or their body as the enemy is really my my ultimate goal. Um, so these days I'm still, I still have two wonderful children and a partner. My, my partner is Nick and he also works full time. He is actually in food sales. Uh, so we, we, I think that's really how we met just with our, our love of food and working in the food uh, industry. Uh, and then we have two children. Um, my oldest is Paige. She is eight. She will be nine in August and she'll be going into third grade. And then my youngest is Cameron and he just turned six in February. I guess not just, it seems like just yesterday, but yeah, he turned six in February and he will be going into first grade this fall. And you know, I don't, if you listen to the previous podcast, you'll know that at least Paige was on our podcast, you know, a few times over the, over the years with Shay, Nicole's oldest. They're very close in age. I think that they're about three months apart. So we would have them on, I don't know, maybe like once every other month. And that was really, really fun. They really enjoyed that. But maybe sometime I'll, I'll bring her back on and possibly even Cameron. He's a little goofy these days as a six-year-old. Um, if you have any a six-year-old or a six-year-old boy, I don't know. I don't want to say in particular um, because I don't know if all boys are like this. I will say he's a lot goofier than Paige ever was at this age. I'm not sure if it has anything to do with him being a boy or if it's just his personality or a little bit of both. but. He is goofy, just never, um, always just giggling and um, trying to make me laugh, which of course I love very much. All right. So what about my plans for this summer? I know that, okay, so I already mentioned that my plan is to bring out a new episode of this podcast every other Monday. That is my goal. And I really hope to achieve that. You know, when Nicole and I had this podcast, we were we we were we worked hard to bring out an episode most Mondays, um, which probably was maybe our downfall, but also it helped us become more successful because I know as a podcaster, the more you 
uh, post episodes, the the better your the more listenership you're going to have, and just I know that the podcasts I listen to are the ones that you know generally post every week or maybe every other week. But the more you post, the better. Just like a blog, just like anything, social media. You know that's why it's so hard. You have to keep up with it. It can be really difficult and um, and stressful and overwhelming and all the above. So anyway. My goal is to have an episode come out every other week, and I'm going to try to stick to that as as much as possible. And But in between then, I'm going to talk a little bit about my plans for this summer. If you have kids, you know that summer can be a fantastic time of year, but also, especially if you are a working parent, it can be very stressful. And actually, I shouldn't even say that. (laughs) If I wasn't working, it would probably be more stressful because that would mean I'd be home with my kids. Um, not that I don't love them dearly, I do. But I have mentioned on a podcast on this episode or on this podcast, our previous podcast before. I am not meant to stay at home with my children all day long. The weekends are enough for me. Um, you know, vacation time, the times when I have to stay home with them, obviously. But I was just not meant to be a stay at home full time mom, and that's something that you know what I don't feel ashamed saying. That's just me. I know there are plenty of people out there. Um, men and women who love it. And that's just not my jam. So what I'm trying to say is summer can be stressful for anyone, <laughs> whether you're a teacher and now you're at work, you know, a stay at home mom or dad uh, with your kids all summer, or you do generally work full time. And now you're trying to figure out where you're going to send your kids over the summer. That's the, I would say that's where I have been and the, over the past, really since January, trying to figure out what my kids are going to do. And that has been stressful, but I think also the hard work I put in has paid off because they're going they, they're going to a great summer camp over the summer. They're doing zoo camp. They're doing a literacy camp. Um, and they're just very lucky to be able to do all that. And I'm lucky to have those resources available to me and to them. And so that's what they're doing, bouncing from here to there to everywhere. Also spending some time with my mom, my dad, his wife, Paula. Uh, and and also Nick's mom. So we are also so fortunate to have a lot of family members around, which is great. I don't know how we would survive, honestly, without them mentally, financially. It is just so nice having so many family members around to help and who love our kids so dearly. And uh, yeah, I just want to want to say that, that we are very lucky to have that. So we're doing that this summer. We're going on a vacation soon. We're going to the Outer Banks, Corolla. I know I've been there before and I feel like there it's also the place where they have the wild horses. If you're familiar, reach out and let me know what you think, but we're going in a couple of weeks. Um and so I'm trying to decide whether I want to go see those wild horses or not. I don't know why, but the idea of wild horses sort of scare me. Maybe just wild animals in general. I was also bitten by a dog recently, uh which I think I don't want to You know what? No, I am going to use the word trauma because I think it did traumatize me a little bit. I can't even be around dogs anymore, which is the saddest thing because I love dogs. And so every time I see one, I, I flinch. I, I I have this like visceral reaction that I just can't help. And it has been several months since I was bit by this dog. So what am I trying to say here? I think I have a different reaction to animals in general. Either way, I'll probably go see these wild horses. I've heard a lot about them, but I am a little tentative, especially with young kids. But if you've if you've been to Corolla or anywhere with wild horses, let me know what it's like. I would love to hear your stories. Um, okay, so what about this podcast? Plans for this podcast? 
As I mentioned in the introduction, this podcast will be about everything wellness and self-care, really with an intuitive eating and health at every size focus. Um, I'm going to try to post every other Monday. As I said, I will have interviews, of course. Um, and also I plan on bringing Nicole on, on this podcast a couple times as well. But of course, there's also going to be episodes where it's just me being candid about a specific topic or possibly even reading an open letter that I write to myself. You know, I I know that Nicole and I, when we did our episodes, they were oftentimes 45 minutes to an hour long. These are going to be a little bit shorter, maybe sometimes 15 minutes, maybe sometimes 30 minutes. That is the goal. Um, I'll have uh, recipes at the end of each episode, just like uh, when Nicole and I did podcasting and or, you know, favorite new products, I should say. So recipes or favorite new products. I will have Q&As every once in a while. So if you have a good question that you'd like to ask, please reach out. And then here's a little bit of a teaser what's coming up on this on this podcast. Uh, the next episode is going to be on what is intuitive eating and how did I find it? Uh, like As in, you know, why did I start becoming an intuitive eating coach? You know, I, I spent many years in the weight loss field or just talking to people about weight loss and weight management and what got me into intuitive eating in the first place. Uh, next, I'm going to talk about the principles, take a deep dive into the first five and then the second five principles because there's 10. Then I'm going to do an episode on marathon training. See, I'm jumping all over the place. So you don't get bored on this podcast. Uh, I am training again for the half marathon, and I'm going to talk about how I trained for the half marathon um, using intuitive eating principles, <clears throat> not recording anything and just really listening to my body doing it. <clears throat> Excuse me. The next episode, I am going to be interviewing the, uh, the author of Decolonizing Wellness. I'm really excited about that, Dahlia Kinsley. And then do an episode with Aaron Flores on Thin Privilege. Do an episode on jumpstarting your intuitive eating journey. And then one on five myths of intuitive eating and so on and so forth. So I'm really excited about those first five or six episodes. I've been doing a lot of brainstorming. I've got a lot of fun things coming up. Uh, but I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear your um, suggestions for episodes and topics or people that I should interview as well. I'd love that. All right, so just like I did when we were podcasting on Dietitian's Dish, I'm going to end this with favorite new products or recipes. And this is date Snickers. I actually did a reel on my Instagram recently on how to make these date Snickers. I had a, a coworker bring these in the other day, and she was like, do you want to try a date Snickers? And I'll be honest, usually when I hear something called like, uh, I don't know, a candy, but it's made out of fruit. I kind of cringe a little bit. Like, no, I, I want a Snicker bar. I don't want a date Snicker bar. I want an actual Snicker bar. Um, I, you know, that's a little bit pessimistic, but what can I say? I I think it was from so many years of like restriction and dieting. I just, when I think of a dessert, I want it to be just like really rich and delicious and not related to fruit. <laughs> However, I ate my words pretty quickly because these things were absolutely divine. I don't know that I would consider it a dessert. I, I made these that weekend after tasting them at work, and I would say I ate them as a snack. I wouldn't consider them rich enough for a dessert, in my opinion. I like really, really sweet desserts. Like I'm someone who eats the buttercream, the buttercream straight off the cake. Anyway, date Snickers. Here's how you make them. You get, you get dates that are pitted, so take the pit removed. 
and you open them up and then you add a crunchy peanut butter of your choice. I really, really like the Smucker's peanut butter, natural peanut butter, not because it's natural per se. I just really love the flavor of it. The only downside is that it's not crunchy. So if you have a favorite crunchy, I know Trader Joe's has a really good crunchy uh, peanut butter. I like it because it has tons of crunches in it, which is just, if I'm going to eat crunchy peanut butter, I want it to be extra crunchy. So put a little bit of that in there, fill it to your desire, maybe until it's overflowing just a tad. Melt some chocolate. I just melted the, uh, like a semi-sweet chocolate morsel. You can do it in a double broiler or you can just do it in the microwave if you're being lazy like me. I like to just melt chocolate in the microwave, mix it up every 30 seconds, you know, put it back in, mix again. And then you just coat these peanut butter stuffed dates in chocolate and then put them on a, you know, a sheet tray or a sheet pan with some uh, parchment paper on top so they don't stick to the pan or the tray and then put them in the, in the freezer for at least five hours. You can even add a little bit of like a sea salt or a kosher salt on top, just a little bit to add a little bit of saltiness, kind of like a snicker bar. They are so good. So again, the dates stuffed with peanut butter, rolled in melted chocolate, a little bit of, of sea salt on top if you desire, freeze for five hours at least, and then enjoy. I promise you will not be disappointed. All right, that is it for today. Until next time, treat yourself with the respect you deserve. Be the best friend to yourself that you've always wanted. Reach out to me anytime on Instagram at Nutrition Unmeasured or via email at trustyourbodyrd at gmail.com. All right, talk to you soon, everyone. Bye-bye.